the Click and Go Travel Podcast, fueling your wanderlust with far-flung, off-the-beaten-track destinations to just across the water and everything in between. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Click and Go Podcast. Jill has done a runner this week. She's off on holidays with her parents who are over from South Africa, so I'm left holding the fort. But I'm not totally on my own. I have... Pulled in Linda Ryan, who is our head of US product. Hello, Linda. How are you? Hi, Paul. How are you? Thank you very much for coming along today. And we also have some guests over from the United States. It's just after Independence Day. So we have a big US event on in Dublin this evening. And we have Heather Kalachi, who is the director of tourism from Atlantic City. And we have Jeff Vassar, who is the executive director of tourism for New Jersey. You're both very welcome to Dublin and very welcome to the Click and Go podcast. We are happy to be here. Thanks. So what we wanted to do today with this is, you know, cards on the table. I have traveled a lot and Linda is our head of US product. So this is a pretty sad admission that we haven't really, well, we have never been to Atlantic City, either of us, and we don't know an awful lot about New Jersey. So what we want from this podcast is we want you to fill us in and all of our listeners in on everything that there is to do about New Jersey, because Sometimes the Irish market, and we would talk about this when we're in work, can be very limited as to where they go in the United States. So they'll go to, you know, three major tourism centers, which we won't talk about today because we're going to introduce the rest of the of the dynamic. But we do feel that the Irish consumer would love to hear more about New Jersey and more about Atlantic City. So let's kick off. We might pull in Jeff first and, and, and just talk about you know, tell us a bit about New Jersey. Where is it? How big is it? How did they get there? You're, you, you've the mic. Thank you. The New Jersey to me is, you know, the perfect complement to our big neighbors to the east and west. We are sandwiched between New York City to our northeast and Philadelphia to our southwest. So, um, and most of the air service people coming into New York City fly into Newark International Airport, which is in North Jersey. And we're the perfect complement because people coming from international markets, they want to see New York City. They want to see Philadelphia. They want to see Washington, D.C., um, but they have to come through New Jersey. And you can see in New Jersey what you don't have in those other destinations. You don't have 130 miles of beautiful beaches. You don't have the tax-free shopping necessarily. You like don't that. have the <laughs> mountains and the skiing. And you think about this state that you can get from top to bottom in three hours. Imagine being able to go to the beach in the morning and then go skiing in the afternoon. It's um, We've got a little of everything, which is just a fantastic opportunity for us to market to a lot of diverse um clients and give them so many different things to do. I don't think a lot of people would know when they're flying into Newark. That it's part of New that Jersey. That it's part of New Jersey. Yeah. And that it is literally just across the river from from Manhattan yeah. and New York. And you can see the Statue of Liberty from Jersey City, can't you? Like and if you're on the waterfront there. You can. And, and a lot of people don't realize that the Statue of Liberty is actually in New Jersey. That's no right. way. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, so you can get there from, of course, you know, People think about getting to the Statue of Liberty from southern Manhattan, but you can also get there from Liberty State Park, which is in Jersey City. And people don't realize, people don't realize that, you know, what a great opportunity to stay in a hotel in Jersey City, for instance, uh, along with Weehawken and Hoboken, you know, yeah. which are the next mm-hmm. towns over. 
you could stay there for a fraction of a price that a hotel in Manhattan would mm. cost you, but it's a six-minute ferry ride yeah. from you know those ports there over to the city. And is the best way to take the ferry or to get the train? It, whatever Either. your pleasure. Depends yeah. on where you want to go in New York. Uh, or if it's late at night, the ferries don't run at three in the morning, but you know, the path, they're called path trains. Um, they run, you know, 24 hours a day. So oh, it depends on what good. you want to do. Yeah. And, the, and the cost is is modest. It's I think it's under $10 um, to, to get a ride. But, you know, they stop in multiple places throughout Manhattan and, uh, and it's cheap. And again, you get the beautiful skyline to look at, you know, of Manhattan. When you're staying in Manhattan, you can't look at your own skyline. Of so, course. Uh, we like so to Jersey talk- City is kind of like the the... You know, Hong Kong Kowloon thing that that goes on. You know, where you're in Hong Kong City versus Kowloon City, but yet you're all considered to be Hong Kong. So you're you're looking when you're in Jersey City, you're looking straight at Manhattan. That's correct. That's correct. And the same thing uh, in the Southwest when you're in Philadelphia, um, you can look you know just across the water um, and see New Jersey. And you know we can you know talk about that as we work our way down south. I think it's definitely a state. Probably not in the States, but in the European markets that has been a bit overshadowed by those big neighbors. Because, like, as I say, for Newark to be in New Jersey, for us to be, if you're in Jersey City, so close to Manhattan, just makes an awful lot of sense in terms of what you were talking about there, Linda. Like where and what you were saying, Jeff, you know, Manhattan hotel rates are really high at certain times of the year. Yeah. And if you're flying into Newark and let's face it, Erlingus and United are into Newark daily, if not more than once yeah. daily each. There's plenty of flights into Newark direct yeah. from Dublin. Yeah. yeah. Twice a day on United and Aer Lingus has one flight a day. And then um, seasonally, um, you can fly from Shannon into Newark. Um, so that's that's three out of Dublin, which is not far off 800, 900 passengers per day into Newark. And as you said, that connection out of Shannon is, is summertime, right. which is and really, then, really good. And then Aer Lingus and American Airlines fly from Dublin into Philadelphia. Yes. So yeah. um, you have accessibility and People in this in the southern part of the state tend to fly in and out of Philadelphia. People up north tend to fly in and out of Newark. And okay. people don't realize that are going into you know they're going into think they're going into New York City and Newark is considered a New York City airport. Yeah, of course, but they're actually in New Jersey. Yeah. So okay, so that's really good. Now I have the now I have the geography, and I kind of have Newark here, and I have Philadelphia here, and I have this state which has great beaches, the mountains for skiing, some great cities. And what, what what did you mention there about tax-free shopping? Yes, we did. That's, um, you know, I talk about complementary things you can do, you know, between New York City and uh, and New Jersey is a lot of people will, you know, do their, um, do their shopping, window shopping, if you will, in New York City and then come over before flying out, take advantage of the fact that you're not paying tax on clothes and shoes in New Jersey as you are in New York City. Mm. And they will fill up their suitcases at a variety of malls. Um, nearby uh, Newark Airport, and then fly out from there. Um, Jersey Mills, which is in Elizabeth, which is you know where part of Newark Airport is actually located, they've developed um, huge shopping malls just for no other reason than to have international people um, fill up their suitcases and fly out. And I think the Irish consumer is very like would really know those particular outlets really well because <laughs> I've been there myself a couple of times. <laughs> so the Irish have been to New Jersey; they just didn't they realize. They just probably it. don't realize that they've been. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're doing a better job. We opened a new terminal um, in Newark Airport, and it is branded New Jersey. 
Okay. So you come in there, you know you're in New Jersey. Um, that was always my complaint, you know, years ago, yeah. is that you're flying into Newark, and, it, and the first thing you see is, welcome to New York. And, true, and true. And it's not what mm. we are. Yeah. So there's so much um, that we have that complements, you know, the folks that are coming into New York, and we embrace them. And, and you know, we want to be a good neighbor and a, and a good complement to the folks coming mm. into Philadelphia or New York. So we'll come to Atlantic City shortly and we'll do the south and we'll do kind of the, the area that you would use to access from Philadelphia. But just, just wrapping up on Jersey City, because it would be the possible alternative value proposition to Manhattan with all of the connections uh, across the river by, by ferry or by train, the tax-free shopping, the proximity to New York Airport. What sort of have you any concept of percentage prices as to what it's, it's a bit of an unfair question I know but like it depends on the time of year yeah. but you're probably looking at maybe 20 to 30 percent cheaper per okay. room per night than in Manhattan itself and Jersey City itself the main city is where you would say that's where people need to look at yeah probably along the waterfront there or you mentioned is it Hob- Hoboken earlier Hoboken on Hoboken and Weehawken um, yeah they all great names hotel, yeah. yes and they I believe Hoboken hotels. is very um, popular with younger Yes. The young people, is it? It, yeah. it is. And Jersey like City yeah. <laughs> and Jersey City is becoming more so as well because what was happening when I was a young uh, professional living in, in Manhattan, uh, you know, we were just getting priced out. Yeah. And so what was happening is Hoboken became the alternative. And so, of course, rents went up and prices went up, but all of the restaurants were developed and it became a great, mm. you know, scene. Now Hoboken is pretty much reaching that same um, stature of being pr- it's pricing out mm. you know younger people so they're moving their way south so Jersey City is right now um, what Hoboken was 20 30 years ago nice. but a, a great alternative and the restaurants are coming the bars are coming the shopping is coming and all of those attractions but Jersey City is you know w- one of the hottest destinations in the state and not only can you get you know, can you enjoy great restaurants and bars? But again, you know, the, the tourism attractions for going to see the Statue of Liberty or seeing the um, the 9-11 memorial that they've developed in Liberty State Park. It's it's really uh, impressive. And distance from Jersey City to Hoboken and Weehawken? Uh, 15 minute drive. OK. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And Brilliant. all of them are easy access from Newark Airport. It's, a, you know, a 20 minute, you know, Uber or you can take a train. Good. We'll come back later in the podcast to other reasons and other things to do in, in Jersey City. But we've been very remiss of, of Heather, who's sitting really patiently with us. And Heather is Atlantic City. And Atlantic City, as we were talking earlier, is the number one destination in the state of New Jersey in terms of tourism and visitors. So tell us all about Atlantic City. Absolutely. Well, we are an hour straight drive from Philadelphia Airport, which is amazing, um, right down the Atlantic City Expressway. And People don't realize that Atlantic City is an island. We're surrounded by water. That's our our claim to fame. We have an amazing seafood uh, fished right in our waters to the table. Um, of course, we have nine amazing casinos, 17,000 rooms wow. in Atlantic City. So for any budget that you might have, whether you'd want to stay at a Marriott or a Courtyard, Sheridan, Wyndham, or one of our nine amazing resorts, we have a price point for everyone. Um, Atlantic City, of course, people have heard of Boardwalk Empire and Jersey Shore. Oh, we yeah. are so much fun. There's 
absolutely anything you can imagine to do in Atlantic City. We are East Coast entertainment capital. Headliners like Madonna, Lady Gaga, Celine Dion. And then we also have the Tidal Wave concert, which is our amazing beach concert with three-day headlines of country music. And the fans come from all over. The last time we had a concert, we had 40,000 people in our small city. It was a lot of fun. Wow. What time of year is that? That would be August. August. Mm-hmm. So you get really nice, sunny, warm weather in our summer. We do. And is that when you're busier or is it year round that you're busy? The summer season is our high season. June through the beginning of September, our beaches are open. We have white sandy beaches. They're free. They're protected by lifeguards. You can come on and off, have cocktails. You can have food on the beach. Our boardwalk is historic. It was the first in the nation. You can ride bikes in the morning. There's a lot of cute little stores, places to get boardwalk food. It's truly fun. Wow. Nine casinos. Nine casinos. And 17,000 rooms. This is some resort. It is. And it's very diversified. We have hundreds of restaurants. Um, Gordon Ramsay has restaurants, Guy Fieri. Um, We have so many interesting local restaurants that we love to tell people about. I've been there all of my life. I love the city. And I always feel like I find something new and exciting to experience every time I go out to dinner or lunch in Atlantic City. So access wise, Philadelphia is the main airport to access Yes. Atlantic City. And that's only an hour. And American and Erlingus are flying year round into Atlantic, into, sorry, into Philadelphia. Into Philadelphia. Yes, absolutely. And you can get to Atlantic City, of course, by car, but you can actually come by commuter train as well. Or you can take a bus. They run every 30 minutes to Atlantic City. From the airport or from the city? Center wow. City. Yeah. Great. Because people would be in Philadelphia and then it would be a nice break for them to go off and do... Yeah, Some of the fun and the rail fares are really cheap, aren't they? Like it's seven dollars. Seven dollars, yeah. yeah, it's really $7 cheap. Seven dollars from Philadelphia to Atlantic City. It is, and it brings you right into our convention center, and then there's complimentary shuttle service to all the casinos. Brilliant, because this is something we were chatting the last time we we, we had guests over from the states. We were we had our guests in from Miami, and it was really eye opening because I think Europeans are a bit blind to the fact that the U.S. has some really good public transport. So it's great to hear that. Like, it's so accessible from Philadelphia up to Atlantic City. Yeah, a lot of people think you have to hire a car and that's not necessarily the case. Brilliant. But it is a year-round destination. It's not just the summer. So you're open 12 months of the year and you're busy 12 months of the year, I guess. We are. We actually have an enormous convention center. So we have a lot of meetings, conventions. We have a lot of consumer shows, um, car shows, boat shows, garden shows, course seafood festivals in the summertime <laughs> um, we also have some amazing entertainment um, geared toward the winter we have ice skating um, in our arena um, we have year-round also all the casinos will do some type of Christmas or winter comedy musical Broadway you name it they will do it brilliant and then in terms of where to stay in Atlantic City where like I guess all of the casinos are you know hotel Developed. I think that if it's your first time in Atlantic City, you have to stay on the boardwalk. Okay. Yeah. It just gives you such an amazing idea of what Atlantic City is about, what you can experience while you're there. And it gives you a taste for the five other casinos or resorts. You don't have to stay at a casino. Yeah. There are non-casinos. Um, okay. Showboat, yeah. which is one of our non-casino hotels. 
They have an indoor-outdoor water park. It's the largest in the North America that just opened last weekend. That'll be open all year round, and it's not just for kids. It's absolutely for adults as well. Wow. So it sounds like a great place for entertainment, for food. And because you're in New Jersey, you still have tax-free shopping, obviously. We do, and we are lucky. We have the Tanger Outlets, which has over 100 outlets and eateries right in the center of the city, which is within walking distance of all the resorts. And yes, Atlantic City is a walking destination. Parking is easy if you come by car. It's a minimal of $5, and that is for your entire stay. Or if you're here just for a weekend, it's only $20. So very easy, very cost-effective. And you can just walk right over with an empty suitcase, of course, and shop to your heart's content. Or do what I do, go into the shop, buy the suitcase, and then go fill it. <laughs> you could do that, too. I thought you were going to say you were going to go into the pub and wait while everybody else shops. <laughs> no, no. It is it is one destination where I actually do shop because I'm pretty allergic to shopping. But I, I, I still love shopping in the States, even though the dollar is as strong as it is. But, you know. It's still good. And the tax free piece is, is a real bonus. Can I ask a question just because we do get kind of um, questions from from customers about a beach area to combine with New York City for families? Is it is there a lot to do in Atlantic City for families? There is a lot to do. In, I would say mostly in season, which would be May through September would be the best time to come through families. And not only do we have the water park, it has an amazing arcade um, that was its entire, um, previously was a casino. Their entire casino floor is an arcade. A lot of great places to eat, but then actually on the boardwalk is Steel Pier, which is one of the oldest um, amusement parks in North America. They have 125 years coming up um, that they just actually celebrated. But that has uh, the third tallest observation wheel in the United States. It's 227 feet over the Atlantic Ocean. That's open um, in season. And then, of course, the boardwalk is amazing. So, Heather, tell us about the beach side of Atlantic City and, and all of that piece. So Atlantic City has five miles of white sandy beaches. They are beautiful. They're protected. You can actually swim in the Atlantic Ocean. It's very warm right now. Um, my kids called me and said it's 76 degrees, which to me is like bathwater. Um, everybody loves the swimming aspect. But what's really nice also is there's no fee to go on the beach. So if you're a family with a lot of kids that want to come down and relax, it's the way to go. Um, you can come off the beach. You can use one of the showers as you get off the beach so you're not sandy. If they're hungry, they can go up into one of the pizza parlors or ice cream shops. And it's really just a nice day at the beach for the family. Wow. And are the hotels close to the beach? Can you walk from the hotels can, to the beach? Absolutely. You come right out the back doors of all the hotels and right onto the beach. Okay. So the boardwalk's in the front of the hotels and then the hotels? Or how does it work? Or? You know, it, that's that's interesting that you would ask that question. Um, the hotels, in my opinion, that that's the back of the hotel. Yeah. Although it's a grand entrance as you're coming in. So I don't know, Jeff, what do you think? The boardwalk actually uh, is its own street. It's an official street. So most of the casinos have an address that's the boardwalk. Okay. But when you're checking in, to Heather's point, when you check in, you're checking in off of the, you know, on the other side. On the beach but, side. But everybody wants to have an address that says boardwalk. Okay. So it's, it's pretty and cool. And is it true that there's like walkways between the casinos? Can you get? Well, you, you basically from- cross the boardwalk to get from the entrance to the casino to the beach. 
Um, so you cross the boardwalk, of which there are um, shops along the way. And then, as Heather mentioned, you know, there's showers, so you can, you know, go down and just walk down to the beach. But um, people don't realize that, you know, Atlantic City has, you know, the oldest beach in history. And it initially, when it was first developed, it rolled up at the end of the season. They would roll it up uh, and put it away because, you know, back in those days in the in the 19th century, um, it pretty much was over, you know, by uh, by early September. Hmm. So they would roll up the, you know, the boardwalk and and that would be it for the season. But then, you know, years and years later, they developed, you know, we should make this a permanent thing. So then the boardwalk was developed and, and it became its own street. So Atlantic City has so much history and, you know, it was a it was the center of of culture in in the US back in um, the 1920s and 30s. And if some of your listeners saw Boardwalk Empire, um, that was, you know, Atlantic City, some would say in its heyday, because, you know, there was there was a lot of, you know, romanticism around the time of Prohibition and World War Two. Mm-hmm. And Atlantic City was the center of all of that back then. So some of the some of the sites from Boardwalk Empire uh, from that TV show are still there. So it's uh, there's a lot of history. And, uh, you know, it was the center of rum running, you know, illegal, you know, uh, you know, illegal transport of, ah. uh, of alcohol during the days. And um, sometimes people say the scuba divers out there will still come across, you know, a bottle of rum from, you know, from those days. I, you know, I'm not sure if it's true, but it's a great story. <laughs> they but say that a... was the rum was for medicinal purposes, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of course. Yeah. And I always, always felt better. After <laughs> <some> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but I now have this really different picture. Like I, I wasn't expecting five miles of pristine beaches. I wasn't expecting a boardwalk type environment with all of that eatery and and food piece as well. But the entertainment just sounds incredible. There is. And not only can you buy tickets to see entertainment, there's a lot of free entertainment. There's a lot of pop-up entertainment along the boardwalk. There's several stages um, in the casino lounges. They always have amazing entertainment. If you like to dance, Mm. um, there's bars there. It's just so much fun. And it's fun for everyone. Um, They play any type of genre that you would like. Um, You just have to find which casino suits you the best. Um, And Atlantic City also has a, a distillery and a brewery, which is an organic brewery, and an axe throwing parlor. So you can throw axes <laughs> and go to the bar, or you can go to the bar and then throw axes. Mm. <laughs> or just throw axes. Or just That's throw axes. a good idea. <laughs> or just be at the bar. <laughs> I really like this. And, and what's really coming across is the value for money piece. Not being charged for the beach, you know, if you had a car, hire a car, the parking being so reasonable, the cost of public transport, the accessibility of everything in terms of getting around and accommodation rates again being so competitive. They absolutely are. Um, Atlantic City's uh, rates have always been um, so much more valuable than um, New York and Philadelphia as well. Philadelphia, it's funny, we complement each other really well for Twin City tours because Philadelphia rates are less expensive on the weekends and more expensive on the weekdays. And Atlantic City is just the opposite. We're less expensive on the weekdays and the weekends are our prime um, casino customers come in. So the rates do go up. But there is absolutely a price point for everyone. Great, great. And I'll tell people that... Um, the best time to go to Atlantic City, and frankly, all of our beaches, um, is September. 
Um, mm. Heather talked about you know being the you know the weekday is the is the uh, value period, but after we celebrate Labor Day and most of the families are leaving and their kids going back to school, the weather is still perfect. The water is still warm. All of the stores and restaurants are still open. But room rates are significantly lower, and you can get parking spots. You can get reservations in the mm. restaurants because it's not as busy as because it's not the as busy. Months. So yeah. I tell people, you know, September, early October is value time because it's the best time for me mm. as a, as a local. Yeah. And I like that idea of twin centering it with with Philly. Yep. Just with that proximity. Yep. So let's come back to New Jersey. So we've covered, I think, Jersey City quite well as a, as a you know, possible alternative base for Manhattan for good reasons. We've now got a really good sense and flavor for Atlantic City. So where else in this wonderful state should we be calling out and and, 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 and getting our listeners to understand and learn a bit more? What more is there to do? Linda was talking about the beaches. So let's let's touch on the beaches and anything else, Jeff. Well, sure. Um, yes. Between Atlantic City and Jersey City, you have two hours of exciting things to do. Um, we have 130 miles of beaches, and I'd like to tell people that every beach, every community has a different personality. Um, you have Atlantic City um, with the casinos and, and the entertainment, and um, is is you know a truly a 24-hour uh, experience, and probably um, one of only two or three beach towns that are really year-round resorts. Um, the other being Cape May, and the other and the other being uh, perhaps Jet Asbury Park. Um, other than that, if you want something for kids, you know, if you want all, you know, Wildwood, you know, oh, Wildwood, is, yes. is very well known for its, uh, you know, its, its piers and arcades and beach food. Um, but you're not going to have the adult entertainment that Atlantic City has to offer. Mm. Um, and Asbury Park, is that like a music? Is, is, is known for its music, is it? Not as much as Atlantic City, right, but okay. Wildwood is growing. They, they also had a... Uh, a country music festival a couple of weekends ago, and this weekend, you know, coming up in uh, in mid July, is a, a big barbecue competition that's taking over um, the beaches, and uh, you know, we're I'm one of the judges, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> um, but yes, you so those are the family destinations, and if you you drive up north, you have um, things like. Um, Sea Isle City and Ocean City, which you know, which tend to be a little quieter and more upscale, if you will. Some of the destinations don't don't have hotels. If you want to stay there, you, you have to rent a house. Okay. And and you're not going to see a boardwalk, or you're not going to see shops, but it's very quiet and high end. Um, but you know, others you know others are mm. you know a little more something for everybody. Um, but the um, as you as you move up to um, Asbury Park, I mentioned, you know, that is also, you know, a 24-hour, uh, or I'm sorry, a year-round destination because it's grown in dining. It's grown in art. Mm. It's where Bruce Springsteen first got his start at the Stone Pony. Very good. Um, so there's, there's a big music culture in Asbury Park, and it's developed into an arts and, and restaurant culture as well. Uh, if you, you know, continue up north, you know, as you get closer to, you know, Newark Airport again, if your listeners haven't heard of this, um, there is a brand new um, shopping entertainment destination called American Dream. Um, it's in the Meadowlands section, which is, you know, maybe about um, 20, 25 minutes from Jersey City. Okay. Um, but it's also where MetLife Stadium is, where the Jets and the Giants play and where the uh, 2026 World Cup 
is going to be played. Okay. So we're going to have that in three years. Very good. So we're getting ready for that. But American Dream, um, it, it's it's overwhelming on your senses. Yeah. Over 400 retail stores, you know, again, to play into that New Jersey is ideal for shopping. Um, outdoor and indoor water park. Um, there's a Nickelodeon amusement mm-hmm. park. And then of all things, a ski resort uh, is right inside. So you can do indoor skiing you know, at American Dream. So that's really wow. made, you know, that whole Meadowlands area, you know, a really only exciting destination. From Jersey, Jersey City. City. Right. Great things to do. Right. And um, what was the Bruce Springsteen connection there? Because everybody in Ireland loves Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen started his, you know, and he was born in the Asbury Park area. Ah. So there's a, there's a club there and it's still there called the Stone Pony. Okay. Which is where Bruce Springsteen got his start. Oh, so, so John Bon Jovi's from anyway, New Jersey. It's from isn't that he? same neighborhood. Oh, same neighborhood, yeah, is it? Yeah. Um, and our governor, our governor Phil Murphy. Does that from mean if that. you visit there, you could be famous? You could. <laughs> but Springsteen has still been known to show up at the Stone Pony. But well, we unannounced. see him here every year for the horse show. His daughter rides in the in the, in the Dublin Horse Show. He moves into the mm. Intercontinental, and uh, we'll see him wandering happily around the RDS and. Yeah. People just nod politely to him. Right. They love him. He's it's loved huge here. in yeah. Ireland. Huge. God. That, that's great to hear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he is um, uh, New Jersey's, um, you know, proud, you know, a proud son of New Jersey for sure. Great. You'd mentioned Six Flags. So where's Six Flags theme park? Yeah, where where exactly is Six Flags? It's in the it's in the it's, woodlands, is it? It's in, in the a, kind of in the in middle a town of the state. called um, Jackson, which is in Ocean County, and that is you know just a probably a straight shot from Asbury Park. But um, yeah, Six Flags has a, a wonderful park there. And in addition, um, they've got an animal kingdom. So you can take your car and drive through um, and you know have uh, you know lions crawl on top of your car. Not something that, uh, something I wanna do right away, but um, it's something that families do. And you know, there's a great you know history of people doing, they've been doing that for years. But one of the bigger Six Flags parks is in, in Jackson. Well, again, it's inland from the beaches, but it's one of those things that tell people that, you know, you know, we're dependent, obviously, on weather in the summer season. Yeah. So we tell people, look, even if it's cloudy or if it's raining, there's still plenty of things to do on a cloudy day. Go to Six Flags. Yeah. You know, yeah, go like take Yeah, like you could advantage. stay at the beach and then, obviously, if you have a car, then you could drive to right. Six Flags. And one of the bigger... Uh, the growth segments for us is our beverage tourism. Um, wineries and breweries have become a big thing. And especially during the COVID years, when people wanted to be outside, these wineries and breweries developed a huge number of outdoor tasting areas. So that has continued. So now, you know, people come on a cloudy day, don't cancel. Um, you, know, you may not want to go to the beach when it's cloudy, but you can certainly sit outside and enjoy great music and sit in, in, a, in a vineyard and it just transports you. Uh, and that's why, you know, we think we're a perfect complement to Philadelphia or New Yorkers because everybody wants to see New York and Philadelphia, you know, especially first timers. Mm-hmm. But you spend three or four days there and then come over and sit in a vineyard and it, you, you've yeah, uh, total relaxation, yeah. yeah. And you've gone to three destinations uh, for the price of one. Wow. Well, I think we really have covered a huge amount. And I think I think we've got a sense of this is almost like a secret state that's on the doorstep to New York and Philadelphia that people should explore. in this country aren't, mm. aren't really looking at considering. And we, we need to because it's just so accessible, so easy and, and, and all that great stuff. 
Can I just say, Heather and, and Jeff, thank you very much for coming in to join us today. You have really helped us get an understanding of your destination. And uh, Linda's been busy taking notes, so have I. I think it's definitely on the to-do list, do you? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well, Sounds it's amazing. Easy. It's easy to get to New Jersey from Ireland. Um, I hope your listeners know that you can clear customs in Dublin. Oh, yes. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we love that. Which it's it's a great way to... You know, to get to New Jersey, and we're certainly promoting what we have, you know, to the folks uh, here, and hope you'll come see us. Good. And Linda, thank you very much for stepping in to Jill's shoes today and for helping me out. And no thank problem. you to to Julie and to Greg Evans for setting up today. Our our friends in in the UK who look after a lot of different US tourist interests, who, but are very good in terms of helping us with the, the education and the learning piece, which is really, really critical. So we'll, we'll wrap it up there. You'll get all of our information and access to our podcast on our website. You can email us, you can Facebook, TikTok, Insta, you name it. We're, we're there. Everything on clickandgo.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. 